Hi again, everybody. We welcome you into our Monday Morning Athletic Director podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Greg Waddell, and here with Miramont Athletic Director on this fine Monday morning, Tom Neural. And Tom, you uh, you must be exhausted. It's Monday morning, but yet, man, what a great weekend of activity for not only past Marymount athletes, but uh, the current ones as well. And I want to start off with the past one first, and, and I know you were tweeting about it during the day yesterday, but Eric Swanson, the uh, 2012 graduate, now in the major leagues, pitching for the Seattle Mariners, got his first big league win yesterday. How cool was that for you to watch that? That is that is pretty cool. We were following him uh, here. We had a JV lacrosse tournament and just watching him. Inning by inning, mark him up. You know, no hits for for five and two thirds. He gets through six with with one hit. So he's been dealing well uh, for the Mariners, and that was just great to see him put together and get his first win up in Cleveland. And at that, so it's even better, better. Yeah, the final number: six innings pitched, no runs, one hit, three strikeouts, and that uh, what a way to to get that first win. And he gets to do it in in what is his home state too against a Cleveland. Uh, yeah, that, that I'm sure had some kind of little bearing in it too, but just the fact that you get that first big league win, you know, his name now will always be in the major league record books. That's right. That's right. You get the first one out of the way, then you can get the rest of them. <laughs> exactly. So he's having a great year and, and he's going to have a great year. Hopefully he stays up with the big club for the season and just keeps doing great things, but the great kid and, and great things happening to him. So we're really happy to see that. Uh, you put up numbers like he did yesterday, and you you got no reason not to be staying in the majors. So <laughs> yeah. very, very exciting, yeah. too. So, well, let's, let's get to some of the teams first off. And uh, both yesterday you had both the uh, the baseball and the lacrosse tournament draw. So we're here in the first full week of May now. And as you kind of start to wind things down for this spring season and the, the whole school year as well, let's start off with the lacrosse things. Congratulations to the boys, number one seed here in the southwest Ohio. Very exciting for the, the young men on the lacrosse team from Aramont. They are playing really well. Coach Peterson has them hitting on all cylinders right now, and, and it's really good to see. Uh, a couple wins last week uh, with, with Summit, and uh, and they're loaded up this week. So they go over to the pit tonight, which is always fun to play over oh, there. Yeah. And then at home they have senior night on Wednesday with Milford. But the number one seed uh, to the team who's number one in the state um, we're happy to see that they will open the tournament on the 13th at home uh, against the winner of the Taylor Franklin game. And if they win that one, they'll play the winner of the Fenwick Madera game at home on Thursday. So with the top seed, you get to play at home a lot. We like to see that all of our tournament games start at seven o'clock and, We'll have all those posted on, on MarymontSports.com as well as those come up. Okay, good enough to know. 7 p.m., so we'll get that updated. But, yeah, we got that on the, the site. There's also a link to the tournament bracket. So, you, as you were saying, you know, the winner of the Taylor Franklin game, first off, and then after that you can kind of follow it on out and see what is still to come. But uh, very exciting yeah. and uh, the best of luck. But, yeah, you still got a little couple more regular season games to go, and you're right. Going to the pit tonight, what a gorgeous day it's going to be, too, for that game. So, if folks have never been – to the pit to watch any kind of a sport, football or even their basketball side in the indoor, they call it the pit as well. But if you've never been out to the outdoor pit, it's such a cool environment. Go watch that tonight. Go watch some of the crossover at the pit. Uh, it could be a very good game for Merrimont too when it's all said and done with. Uh, Matt. 
Now, yeah, I, it will be another another GCL school, another Division One schools, and uh, just go after it. So this go after it. It's ready to go, and <laughs> you know, the, the last week. So let's go get it and start the tournament. There you go. Absolutely. So, well, good luck to those guys tonight. Uh, on the ladies' side of things for the lacrosse, number two seed for the defending state champs, and they will uh, open up things a little bit later on May 18th. But they've still got some regular season things to do. But Happy with with where they end up getting seated and where they are, are going to be playing at as far as the tournament's concerned. The bracket works out well for the girls. Uh, they they took the number two seed. We were a little surprised at that, but um, but that's what it is, and that's where it falls out. So, um, Summit Country Days number one seed. That was a, a team we had defeated earlier in the season, and Indian Hill <laughs> is number three seed. So they are both in the top part of the bracket. They will have to face off before the regional final. And we are in the bottom bracket of the final, so we're bottom bracket of the tournament. So we take care of business. We will be in good shape. Uh, that, that, that bye makes for a long week next week, but we we make up for it this week. They are home yeah. uh, tomorrow night against Springboro at, at six and seven thirty. They're home again on Thursday for senior night against St. Ursula. Oakwood comes in on Friday. We have a switch on game times. We're going to play the varsity at six. And the oh. JV at seven thirty on Friday. Okay, but you have three games in a week, and then we we we're off all next week, and they'll open up their tournament on the eighteenth uh, against uh, who we got on there. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got the winner of CCD and Fenwick, and then uh, then they're deep in the bracket for the next one. Yes. Okay, so you and then you mentioned the the Oakwood game on Friday. They'll switch those times up, so we'll get that noted on the website. But and then you're right, and then they they get that whole week off. So how how will how will coach try to handle that when you got a whole week off? And really, it'll be eight days off between the game against Oakwood before you get a chance to play in the tournament. Uh, I guess they get a little practice time in and kind of clean some things up. Yeah, they'll they'll clean things up. They'll give them a chance to go see their first round opponent on Wednesday. So maybe a night off here or there. Got a, a few girls that are battling a few injuries and just nagging stuff. So that'll right. give them a chance to heal up before the tournament starts. So a week before, if you're a baseball and you can wait and rest your pitchers for a week, it's okay. But this time of the year, <laughs> everyone's in a groove. Right. And, uh, right. Three games in a week, we could probably use a rest for a couple days next week. Sure, absolutely so. There's never anything wrong with that. And like you said, those nagging injuries, too, kind of clean those up just a little bit. So let's uh, move over. You mentioned baseball and uh, the baseball draw also yesterday. So we'll we'll jump ahead first off because a very busy week. We'll look at that here coming up. But it will be Georgetown round number one for the baseball squad. Yes, they jumped into that bracket there. That's a home game for the boys on the 13th against Georgetown with a 5 o'clock start. Um, and tournament time's always fun. We think we have a great yard to play in down at Fairfax Field. Uh, but you know, here's a chance to, to put a couple wins together, make, maybe make some noise in the tournament. Everyone starts new. It's just like New Year's Eve. And then, you know, stroke <laughs> at midnight, everyone starts early. Everyone gets to start over. Everyone's got a clean slate. So um, the boys have been playing better recently and starting to put some things together. So hopefully they can uh, they can make some noise in the tournament. But you're right; it's a it's a busy week for them as well. The varsity's at at Madera today. They're going to be at Reading tomorrow. Those are both uh, well. Today's a regular scheduled game. Tomorrow's a league makeup game. They wrap up the regular season on Wednesday with Madera at home, and then get ready for the tournament. So it's just busy, 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 and hopefully the weather will cooperate. Yeah, yeah. Today it's going to be gorgeous. After that, 
it gets a little iffy. And, and I know we we joked about it a few weeks ago how we probably jinxed ourselves because the weather was so good really through April. But then you, you start watching the weather forecast, and they keep talking about how we're so far above normal for the amounts of rain that we've had. And when it has come, it's just come in buckets over the weekends. And I know that's probably caused a lot of headaches for not only you but all the athletic directors around town having to schedule and, and get these conference games in because you're pretty much smack dab in conference games at this point now. And any non-conference games you have, you're kind of bumping those off the schedule to get these conference games in. Unfortunately, yes. And uh, it's just the curse of the late part of the season. Yeah. But we'll get them in and uh, you know we'll wrap things up and hopefully we end on a strong note on the baseball side. Yeah, so now is uh, McNick and Western Hills game still on as well for later in the week? The Western Hills game is still on. The McNick game has been canceled. We we, we had we had juggled two things. We had a league makeup game for that Thursday, and then something else happened. And we had bounced that back to Tuesday. So we'll see about uh, Thursday. But yeah, Western Hills is still on. That's always a a fun game for us to play there at the end of the season under the hills under the lights at Western Hills. You were talking about Elder and the pit for for an outstanding venue, of course, for football and lacrosse. And Western Hills is. A very historic site, but yes, it's also it late in the season on a Friday night to play at Western Hills under the light. There's just so much history there. When I was a coach, I think we always ended up our season at Western Hills on a Friday night. It's always a good crowd. The lights go on. The people on top of the hill just go to Western <laughs> Hills to see what's going on. So that'll be a lot of fun. I think the kids will enjoy that as well. And it is a very historic place, too. You're absolutely right. It's kind of fun to go over there and watch. And, of course, all the history that they have it, at that school with uh, – there were some pretty good baseball players back in the day came out of there, so yep. if I do recall, yep. right? So, uh, we, just a few. <laughs> uh, just a few. Yeah, just a few over the years. So uh, we, we mentioned softball last week. Their, uh, their playoffs will uh, get underway coming up May 8th, so it's coming up this Wednesday as they will get things going on. But there's still some regular season games kind of mixed in with that as well, so how – how do you juggle that? Pitching isn't as much an issue, I guess, with, with softball as it is for baseball. Yeah, because the arm goes in a natural rotation when they pitch, it doesn't have the wear and tear that uh, that baseball does. But they still have to – it wears on your legs and everything else. And we're a young team, and so putting a lot of games together like that kind of strains the team. But we're going over to St. Bernard today for a 430 game. That's going to be St. Bernard Senior Day, and we're glad we could jump in to help them host that. Uh, we're off on, uh, I believe we're off tomorrow, and then uh, Wednesday we have the tournament. We'll, we'll go to the winner of uh, Georgetown and CNE, I believe. And then Correct. Thursday we go to Reading to, to wrap up the regular season. So not, not too bad considering some of the rain that we've had that we're only you know, a couple days behind on the schedule for makeups. So hopefully we get those in. And uh, with a winner here, with a win here or there, be a great season for the girls. Yep, absolutely so. So we wish them all the best of luck. Uh, track, kind of, they were winding things down. I know there were a lot of different uh, events going on, or uh, meets going on over the past weekend. Uh, last week, you had uh, the McKee Kiwanis Invitational. How did things go with that? Uh, always makes for for busy times for, for all the folks involved with track meets. We really got lucky with that track meet. We were looking at the weather forecast, and we decided to run it as a one-day meet. We had just just the right number of teams, and we did it, and the rain stayed off until the last race of the day, which was the second heat of the boys' 4x4. Four four. But but a great uh, a great meet for us. 
Loveland was in there. Our girls took second place in that. Another nice. good yeah. showing for our girls track team. And the athletes of the of the meet both came from Marymount. So Jonah Dill and Kirsten Souders were both selected as athletes of the meet based on their scoring during that. So that was great to see for them. And then this week on Thursday and Friday, we have the CHL championships out of Taylor High School. Um, Taylor's got a great venue, eight lanes. Get all the get all the league teams out there and, and knock it out. So we are looking for some great things out of a number of our kids. All right. Well, good luck as they ramp up and uh, hopefully get some advancing on and start moving on. You get uh, the the tournament time that comes up right after that very quickly and uh, just no no time wasted there. And uh, as we uh, continue kind of looking through uh, some of the, the different things, uh, tennis, boys tennis uh, also. As far as the things are going, getting ready for their tournament time, the sectionals will get underway this week, correct? I believe that, yeah, they're out at Mason tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, that's right, yep. So exactly. right after it, yeah, it should be a good day for, for them with that. We've got some kids having great seasons. Um, Will Glassmeyer and Nick Coleman, they're 3-1 and one in the doubles, and Oliver Peterman's been 6-3 and three in second singles, and, and Coach Martin juggles the lineup really well, and Jack Stevens, Nick Coleman, and Joe Akala in third singles, I believe, have each racked up three wins. I think they're, I think they're all three and one. Um, so they're having good seasons. We're hoping a couple guys can make it to the second day in the tournament to, tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. Yep. But they are, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so things are going well for them. Yep, so wish, wish them all. And- this is what they've been work- working for all year, get a chance to play, and you never know what happens. So you, yep. you get that yep. chance to play. And before we let you go, uh, I also know that, that you guys had a nice little signing ceremony last week and some of the, the folks who will be finishing up their, not only their athletic careers at Marymount, but uh, their a- academic careers as well. They'll be graduating here very soon. But I uh, noticed on Twitter you had uh, a number of players that officially, I guess they made it official that they will be moving on and, and signing to play at the next level and kind of looking through the Twitter feed. Uh, probably very, very exciting to, for you to, to always see that and to know how hard these young these young folks work and how it must rewarding it must be for all their parents when they, they get a chance to be acknowledged like that. It is. You know, we're a small school, and when we can celebrate, we had six kids sign there. We had two sign earlier in the year with Cora and Kate Overby with swimming. But we had six there, and their families come in, and grandparents come in, and uh, classmates come down from the class, simple. and we do it at the end of the day. But we have Charlie Coward going to the Air Force Academy, and he's going to be playing lacrosse. We have Laney Newman, who's going to Denison to swim. Josh McClory is going to DePaul for lacrosse. Braden Bortz is also going to DePaul for lacrosse. And I guess Wally Rennie will probably be their third roommate because he's going there as well <laughs> uh, for football. <laughs> and then we have Yotova Spiegel, who's going to North Central College up around the Chicago area, and she will play tennis. But just having them all there with their yeah. families, and we dress it up, we put the backdrop out, take a lot of pictures, and it's a fun day. Uh, and it's a fun day for them, for the kids. They're excited about it. It's a fun day for me as an athletic director just to see them all in their school shorts, school shirts, and, um, and and put the word out. So we're really proud of what they've done here at Marymount, and we're really excited to see what they do as they go forward into their college careers. Yep, absolutely. Congratulations. So much work goes into it, and, and it's not just the athletes. It is a, a family affair. I mean, it, it takes a it takes a family, it takes a community to help these kids get to where they're at, and 
then to succeed and get to that next level makes it all that much more rewarding. So, which is why, yeah. back to circle around Eric Swanson and, and what he's accomplishing, it, that must be a community pride thing too. And, and I saw that that he responded too and, and reached out to all you all as well for the acknowledgement that you're giving him. I thought that was pretty cool on his Twitter feed. It's one of those things that, as we say around here, is just so Marymont. So everyone's <laughs> behind him. Everybody knows, you know, three small communities, and that at some time or another, you know, everyone knows him in some way or another. And that, that's pretty much true for all of our athletes. And yeah. that's what we tell them throughout their career, that there's a lot of grade school kids and junior high kids. When you walk off the field, they're looking at you, looking up to you, everything else, and they want to be you someday. And so just right? carry yourself with that with that dignity and, and respect the M and, and just carry it because you're going to pass that legacy on. So it's always fun to see that uh, when they go on and then having everyone, everyone else look up to them. Well, you played a little part of that as well. So congratulations to you in there, Tom, but yeah, it is well, fun. You. And you're, what you just said, I think is, is very apropos and, and very well said to, to make sure you always carry yourself, you know, with, with a little bit of dignity, show some respect, you know, for the game, for the people that's, that are around you, the coaches, the referees or umpires or whatever it may be in, in each and every sport. And you'll, you'll have a chance to go far and not only just on the, the field that you're playing on, but in life. So I think it, sports always reflects the, the bigger part of what's going on around us. And that's, I think why we all are in it and why we love it so much. So very inspirational, Tom. I like that for a Monday morning. Good stuff here today. So as we kind of wind down this season, and best of luck to, to all the athletes this week. Tournament time in, in a couple of those sports, so we'll kind of update all of that coming up next week. And as we wind down this season, hopefully we got uh, quite a bit more to talk about here over the next few weeks. Sounds good. We'll have an update, and then we'll be ready to kick off the tournaments next Monday. So we'll talk then, and... Uh... Hope for a good weather week. Well. <laughs> Absolutely. That fingers crossed for sure. Not much we can do about it, but fingers definitely crossed. So, Tom, great stuff yeah. this week. Appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, Greg. There you go. It's Tom Nero, Athletic Director for Marymount High School. I'm Greg Waddell. Appreciate you listening to our Athletic Director podcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.